This is Cyber Defense Radio with your host and cybersecurity expert, Gary Malefsky. Gary brings to you another globally recognized cybersecurity executive in the hot seat today. Sitting in my hot seat today again for an amazing interview is Michael Morris. He's the Director of Technology Alliances at Endace, one of my favorite companies, E-N-D-A-C-E.com. You've got to capture every packet. You've got to see every threat because you don't get a second chance. So, Michael, welcome back to the hot seat. Tell us what you're up to. I know there's been some pressures from the White House and you guys have helped your clients deal with that and your new probing technology and your mobile branch. What's going on? I know it's exciting in days. Yeah, we've got a lot going on, Gary. It's a, a busy time in cybersecurity. Um, you know, continuous attacks from all sorts of places around the world. Um, more important than ever to have comprehensive network forensics. So continuous network packet capture so that your cybersecurity teams can ultimately trace how far, how wide, what was taken uh, when, when an intrusion does does happen. And yeah, we've been um, boosted a little bit by a recent uh, executive order White House mandate, uh, specifically number uh, 14028, uh, where in that mandate, they're requiring government agencies, I think by 2024, if I'm not mistaken, uh, have to have uh, 72 hours worth of look back uh, on their network traffic. And obviously, we think that's that's a, a critical piece for you know national cybersecurity uh, because it does give you the visibility to to go back and really understand you know when something when um, something suspicious happened. Uh, having the footprints and and the network evidence to trace how far and wide things went uh, it can be critical for any SOC organization. So not only are we seeing the mandate obviously uh, drive activity in the government agencies, but uh, you know, a lot of Fortune 500 companies are adopting similar practices and, and you know, we want to be there to help them. And where Endace really focuses is on providing that really high scale, high speed capture capability uh, at enterprise class uh, infrastructures. Uh, and what's the important part of that is it's one thing to capture the data, but if you can't search it <laughs> and make use out of it, it, it becomes useless, right? Uh, I've heard the word, uh, the black hole of packet data. Um, you never want that kind of environment, right? You, you want to have an environment where you can get to the right data in the context of your other tools. So uh, that's one thing going on. Uh, Endace has also uh, launched a new uh, lower-end probe for uh, a number of our organization, our customers have either branch offices or mobile sites where they need a smaller, um, again, high-scale performance device uh, that can capture data, even kind of at those edge locations. So we've launched that recently. Uh, the other thing we've launched is the ability in some of our bigger deployments, customers do want to see uh, NetFlow data, and they want to see it for maybe longer periods of time. And so we've uh, re launched our uh, Endace Flow uh, capability, which is a feature for us to actually generate flow traffic as we're recording it. That's amazing. And a couple of things about Endace that make you a rare bird in the cybersecurity space. You guys make your own hardware and you keep up with packets in real time on some of the largest networks in the world? Yes. Yeah. We, we were founded out of the university in uh, New Zealand um, and really designed on high-speed highly accurate with zero loss packet capture cards. Uh, we've evolved those over the years to um, build those cards into a purpose-built appliance. Again, that is 
you know, hardened and, uh, you know, carrier grade type of uh, infrastructure um, so that uh, people aren't having to build their own systems, right? And that's really important because, you know, you can take a off-the-shelf card or a purpose-built design NIC to capture data. But again, when you start thinking about doing it at scale, uh, doing it across a wide network, um, managing individual servers can be problematic. Um, and again, from a from a user point of view, you want to be able to search n number of probes at the same time, right? So having a single system there capturing data off of a link or two or a few links doesn't give you that visibility across your whole infrastructure, right? And that's really where we've addressed the problem. So our, our appliances can be integrated in what we call Endace Fabric mm -hmm. so that um, you know an analyst working in their SOC doesn't have to know about where every single probe is at. They can do a, initiate a search for specific traffic related to a specific host. Um, and that'll be a federated search across the large deployment. So we've got some, uh, some agencies and some entities that have you know, literally hundreds of probes deployed across a very large global infrastructure. Um, and, and that would be unmanageable in a in-house home-built kind of environment where they're trying to do it with you know, off-the-shelf NIC cards and things like that. What's very interesting too is the capture of packets is often done by hackers, and you know they'll they'll do TCP/IP dumps and they'll they'll try to figure out what's going on in people's networks if they can break in. And years ago, the first example of that I thought was pretty amazing was voice over misconfigured IP telephony. It was called Vomit. That was a hacker tool. <laughs> you would take a TCP/IP dump file uh, of uh, you know the last hour, last day. Mm -hmm run it through Vomit and would output a wave file of conversations on Cisco VoIP phones. Okay. So, you know, the hackers have been thinking about packets for a long time, yeah. but, you know, most people are thinking about tomorrow, what's the next breach, what's the next exploit, but they really need to think about the past and recording the past and understanding the past because cyber insurance claims, everybody wants to know what, what did you do and right. how did the bad guys do it? Right. And that's you. You hit on the head there. Is um, it's important to have all these other security tools and threat intelligence feeds to look for the latest, uh, you know, methodologies which attackers are are trying to breach your network. But the, it's not, and you know this. It's not if they're going to get in. It's when. And so when they do, you need to have that evidence of where they went, what was taken, what was what systems were compromised, what communications were happening from other critical systems. And, you know, I'd like to use the analogy. It's, it's, it's like a bank. Would you put your money into a bank that didn't have surveillance cameras on the vault, right? And ID badges to know who went into the vault. Um, similarly, in your environment, whether it's a corporate environment or a banking environment, you know, you, you got to have visibility to what is traversing your network wires, right? <laughs> Um, who's going down those hallways in the bank? You want to know who's going down the pipes in your network, right? And uh, I, I think that's a really good analogy for people to understand. Uh, having recorded network traffic and continuous recorded traffic, that's that's another thing. We see a number of players in the space that um, like to talk about doing triggered capture, and they have very limited storage capabilities. Um, that's all fine and dandy, but, um, you know, again, whether the banking analogy or whether it's a 7-Eleven, you know, 7-Eleven gets robbed. The first thing that uh, that happens is the, the police show up and they say, well, let's go see the video footage. 
Um, if you only take a snapshot every 10 minutes or something, you, you might've missed the perpetrator, right? So you, you've got you've to have that continuous recording uh, and you got to have that visibility where you can get to that uh, data quickly. Um, and that's part of our whole, as, as my role at Endace, really key on building our Fusion Technology Alliance partners. So we want our customers to be able to get to the traffic we've recorded in the context of other tools they're already using. So whether that's their SIM, like Splunk or IBM or Elastic, whether that's their firewall vendors like Cisco, Palo, uh, Fortinet, being able to pivot in context of an event and an analyst is looking at in those tools to Endace and, and look at the packet data we recorded around that event. We can save customers really, truly hours, if not days of time in investigation by being able to accelerate their incident response. That is fantastic. And, you know, years ago, Wynn Schwartow wrote a book called Time-Based Security. And he recently wrote what we would call one of the best-selling books of cybersecurity for all time, uh, Analog Network Security. And ultimately, it's all about time and time you've got the past, present, and the future. And if you're not recording uh, all your events that you can, if that you can afford to, you can pretty much not afford to miss out on this. You're, you're not finishing the equation on time-based security. And again, uh, as you said, I wouldn't want to put my money in a bank that doesn't record everything. Because right. if there's ever a breach, I want my money back. I want them to find the bad guys and not say, well, sorry, you know, it's our fault, but we were trying to save money. We cut corners. Yep. Well, and that's, uh, you hit on a good point there, Gary, too. One of the things people don't realize, it's, our, our system is very cost effective and very affordable for any security team of, of a size where they would have a SOC and some engineers um, to be able to record uh the, the traffic. One of the other advantages of our platform is we can actually host third-party tools on our appliances. So as we're recording the traffic, you can have deployed, you know, NDR solutions, open source solutions, uh, even virtualized instances of Palo or Cisco uh, on our appliance to be looking at the traffic to provide more inspection points um, to, to surveil the traffic for those malicious and anomalous uh, types of activity. Uh, again, we're just recording the data, but being able to look at the information in more locations gives more visibility to things like east-west traffic and, and things like that, right? Yeah, this new mobile and branch solution. Can you tell us more about that? Because I think that's going to open up a world of uh, network recording for folks that have remote small offices they didn't care about. You know, most banks have a lot of branches that are not big. They're not doing gigs of network traffic, but whatever traffic flows needs right. to be recorded and it's very important. No, that's a, that's a great point. So we have a number of models of our appliances. Obviously, our biggest box is a lot of storage and meant for more of a core data center. Uh, we've had smaller boxes over the years, but we just launched a new 2100 series appliance that uh, really great storage, great performance for hosting. Uh, again, being able to capture it at at least a minimum of 10 gig line rates. Um, and, and so those branch offices are now covered. Um, again, even we've got entities looking at mobile facilities, right? So uh, you can imagine different types of infrastructures where that would apply. And so being able to have a, a platform and a, a fabric of probes that fit your environment and, and fit you know, the types of bandwidth and, and loads that, that different organizations have um, really helps our customers meet their needs better. Michael, that's awesome. You guys keep innovating and, and really 
leading in in real-time packet capture better than any company I've seen. Uh, what's in the near future? Do you think partners are going to launch big data lakes with AI and start to analyze even better and better those that can afford to really capture everything in real big, large, you know, 10 gig environments, et cetera? Well, we, some of the things we're seeing the most of, we've actually, um, we've had a virtualized probe for a number of years. We now are in betas with customers on uh, cloud native virtualized probes. So specifically for AWS and Azure environments. And so where we're seeing things shift is as these larger entities shift specific workloads to the cloud environments, mm -hmm. um, we're able to have both physical appliances as well as virtual appliances. And again, from an uh, analyst point of view, they don't, they don't know the difference. Uh, and we can capture data now in, in cloud environments as well as on-prem um, and being able to address those hybrid cloud deployments. That's really where we're seeing uh, the growth and the shift. Uh, and again, of course, always continuing to scale and perform uh, better than the rest is is part of what what our approach is. Who can join uh, your technology alliance program? Is it usually a big player like Apollo Alto or Splunk? Who, who are you looking for to get into that program? No, that's a great question. We we obviously usually focus on on some of the big entities in the market, uh, but we also look at up and coming uh, technologies that. Uh, really fit the workflow that that we target, which is for network operations centers. So whether that's network performance or whether that's security operations centers for security reasons. So we work with everything from the the big guys, like I mentioned, Cisco and Palo and those folks, to you know smaller uh, NDR AI vendors. You know, so some of our uh, exciting ones we work with people like Darktrace and Vectra um, and even open source solutions like Zeek. You know, those platforms being able to integrate and work with our, our system uh, and, again, enable SOC teams to have a variety of tools they likely already have in their environment be able to get to our traffic. And shouldn't what you do be a requirement for all these OT companies? I mean, everyone in manufacturing, critical infrastructure with all this old equipment or different equipment made to actually, you know, move trains on different tracks or... Uh, you know, or change the water flow or, you know, the colonial pipeline example, yep. shouldn't all these players be turning on their OT environment with an in day solution as well? They absolutely should. And it's, it's really not even turning it on. It's adding us to their environment. And a lot of those environments are really easy for us because a lot of OT, as you know, is very low bandwidth, right? Um, just communication between pumps and valves and meters and things like that. Um, and so we can add a huge amount of value in some of those environments. We're seeing more and more activity in those types of verticals. Um, and, and the other one, even um, IoT, right? Um, as, as you know, you've, you've talked with us a number of years. We're in a lot of medical entities uh, around the world. And so being able to you know, have our devices in a hospital or a medical campus where there's literally hundreds, if not thousands of, you know, medical monitoring devices, uh, defibrillators, pumps, you know, all sorts of things that you can find in a hospital, many of which have very uh, outdated security capabilities. Some of them you can't even uh, install security applications on. Uh, being able to know if there's any unusual traffic going across those devices is, is a great example of, of where we can really pr provide high value, right? Because we're seeing all the communications between everything on the network, 
And if all of a sudden your security team starts noticing, you know, certain monitoring, healthcare monitoring devices are having low and slow traffic to an external host, we can help chase that down, right? And that's that's the scenario where we could be life-saving in that scenario. That's fantastic. And DACE is a must-have. Michael, is there anything else you want to share with our viewers and listeners that we haven't covered? No, I think I think the key takeaway is is knowing that you can buy a a continuous recording solution very cost effectively, uh, very um, make a huge difference in your environment in terms of your ability to have the continuous forensics that you need. Um, and so, and and we think from Enday's point of view, we think it's important to know you can buy that without buying a whole another software package, and you can have something like us integrated with the tools you already have. I think I think that's the real takeaway. That's fantastic. And like you said, the executive order 14028 from the White House, the cybersecurity mandate, regulations everywhere and abound, you know, California, Canada, the GDPR. We're all under a lot of pressure to comply. Cyber insurance companies are raising their prices, their premiums. Get one step ahead of the next threat. Capture every packet. Go to indace.com because there aren't second chances. You've been listening to Cyber Defense Radio. Stay tuned next time for another amazing and informative episode. CyberDefenseRadio.com is proudly part of the Cyber Defense Media Group, where InfoSec knowledge is power. Cyber Defense TV and Cyber Defense Radio have launched 24 by 7 by 365 live streams. Visit them online today at cyberdefense.tv and cyberdefense.radio with your host and globally recognized cybersecurity expert and my good friend, Gary Milewski.